Hey, Parker. Hey, Will. I'm Will Strickland, App State Comboy. I'm Parker Stone, App State Code Enforcer. That's probably the earliest. I was going to say, that's the earliest we've ever done that. <laughs> we've introduced ourselves. Wow. Cool. Man, we're back. Good start. Ready? We're in full swing, man. We're here. We're going to talk about the upcoming football season. Which is, um, shockingly, all of a sudden, right around the corner. Yeah, what? Two weeks away? Three weeks? Two weeks from this Saturday. Yeah, so uh, we're just going to look over the game, uh, uh, look over the schedule, kind of lay out our predictions for the season, talk about you know what to look for, any concerns we have, anything we're excited about, stuff like that. Um, I guess for an intro, because we hit record and we didn't really have, a, have a plan an here. Idea. Um, looking back, what was the highlight of last season for you? What was the most fun moment you can remember? Weirdly enough, uh, most fun moment was uh, the Sun Belt Championship game where we were at Angry Ales, and before the game, a oh, group shit. a group of women purchased Will a tequila shot. Yeah, and he had never taken a tequila shot before. Yeah, I got drunk. I hadn't eaten yet, so I think that just off the top of my head, that is my highlight of last season. Okay, what's your favorite? Uh, the team playing football moment. <laughs> uh, not team playing football still, but... Jesus! Favorite moment of last season is when uh, Mike was alumni of the game. Guy called alumni of the game. Shout out Emily Cottle, who I found out uh, very recently. who She selected Mike to be the alumni of the game for that. So, Hell yeah. Big ups. Big ups. Shout out Emily. Big shout out Emily. She, Big shout out Emily. Friend of the Cone Gang. Cone Gang supporter. Cone Gang. <laughs> Perhaps Cone Gang affiliate... In some time. Yeah. She's got to get her stripes. Yeah. You know, we can't just let anyone in. Yeah, no, no, no. But but support. Yo, we got to fix the Fortnite towel. I think it looks okay. No, no, no. It's folded up. Okay, hold We've on. got a Fortnite towel here on the, the, the door to help, you know, our studio here. We, we keep this thing soundproof. Very good. Uh, no echo. You know, we keep things insulated here. So I got that as a gag gift a, little, a couple years ago. It was a little crimped up, and it was bringing bad vibes. The so Black I went, Knight. Yeah, the Black Knight. It's uh, it's just this knight helmet with eyes, and it says Fortnite. It looks like something you win at Carowinds or buy at Myrtle Beach. Like you win at Carowinds after spending $40 shooting into a rigged basketball hoop. Yes. When this is like a dollar on Alibaba. <laughs> 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 yeah uh my favorite moment um probably the marshall game yeah uh the marshall game was a lot of fun. that was that was so much big fun. vibes we we got to go to that sitting next to the marshall <coughs> fans like that yeah, section that they was traveled fun. really well like, yeah that was cool we had uh we got we were with our boys we got a, an airbnb called stonehenge if you go it's in meat camp if you go on airbnb and you look at stuff in, in boone assuming it's still available it's called meat uh, uh stonehenge great little uh small little cabin i guess i'd call it yeah two bedrooms Small little uh little living room, got a little bonfire pit out outside. You know, it's, it's cozy, right? Yeah. And because of where Stonehenge was located, we learned about Goober Peas Market. We learned about yep, the, the Russian the Russian doll store. Yep. We learned a lot of great culture of the high country that we weren't aware of prior. Um and I set my record for most white claws I've ever drank. So I went to bed. Which was eight. And I threw up four times, so, so I don't know so if the ratio cancels out or George, not. George, we we like go to the game. Shout out George. And then after the game, the the town of Boone, there is nothing to eat. Oh, that's every sucked. place in the world closed. It was a Thursday night. 
literally the only thing open was what taco bell and cookout and the lines for that was insane into the street we had to get dinner at a gas station bro like we each got like five things of candy like that was it yes it was crazy. So Walmart was close. We went. Yes. We were gonna go Walmart, we go to Walmart and get like and a frozen wa- pizza. Walmart. Walmart was close. was close. Insane. So uh, if if you are listening, anybody in the Boone Town Council, or anything, <laughs> uh, if you're gonna have a Thursday night game, keep shit open. Yeah, yeah. That was that was rough. Um. So we go back and we're we're chilling. We have a bonfire. It's mm-hmm, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Got Big beautiful vibes. pictures of that night. Me and Curry were uh standing out by the fire, bottle of Hennessy in hand. Just, just all vibes, no all phones, vibes. no phones, just vibes. Yes. So me and our friend George at about like two, two thirty, we were like, "All right, we are tired. Like we drove up here today. Like we're gonna go to bed." Week. So I go to bed, and then maybe around like five forty-five, six o'clock, I wake up to go to the bathroom, and I wake up, and I walk out into the living room, and it's dark, and Curry sitting like straight up in this <laughs> chair, and I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> And I was like, Curry, what the f- what are you doing? He said, Will's outside throwing up. <laughs> I said, I'm peeing and I'm going back to sleep. I do not have time to deal with any of y'all right now. I was, I don't know why I, I thought I, I don't know what. You I, drank at a tailgate for the first the first and only time I've ever seen you drink. But that was like game. one White Claw, though. You had two. Are you sure? Positive. Okay, two white claws. <laughs> That's the only time I've ever seen you drink before any sporting well, yeah, event I, I, ever. I was peer pressure. I was with the homies. No, you I weren't. No one up. said anything. I'm just saying, just being in the vicinity of, of homies, that in itself is peer pressure. You blame yourself. I do blame myself for having eight white claws. But I was so drunk that, I mean, Curry and I would be sitting there talking at the bonfire, and I'd be like, oh, give me a minute. I got to go throw up. I'd be like, keep talking. Keep telling your story. I'd be like, <laughs> and he'd be telling a story, and I'd come back like nothing happened. The next day, I was I felt horrible. He was lost. I was like still drunk. You backed my car into a pylon that day. I that was after we went to a what was the donut place? Yeah, whole lot of donuts. No, 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 the one on the. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, uh, no, that's not donut. Place. It's it's uh it's like it's the bakery. Cupcakes. Yeah, cupcakes. What's it called? Uh, it's it's attached to the that standard. thing. Was delicious. We had great cupcakes, and then Will crashed my car. Yeah, obliterated. We had to walk home. Yeah. We we walked to Charlotte. He's never paid me for this. I sure we sure did. No, we yes. I have no car anymore. Well, that's true. And yes, I did not pay. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> I've been biking around Charlotte for bring, bring. For, for ten months. Twenty twenty two preview starts now. Welcome back. You're in the gold room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. You're in the 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 You're in the gold room. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with the finest, hottest, most accurate, most truthful, most correct, most factual, most non-fiction preview of the 2022 Appalachian State football season. Literally, none of those things are true. Well, that's impossible because I said they were non-fiction and true and accurate and correct. So let's go ahead and, and avoid that. Let's just let's just keep it moving. So 
looking back on last season, um, it, it was an interesting experience as an app fan, I would say. I think last year, I, I would say it, it's interesting because we had quite a peak beating Coastal. We finally got over the hump of beating a ranked opponent. Yep. Come to our house, sold out weeknight game. We went in great fashion, right? And then we get... Well, before that, we got smoked by the Cajuns. Um, we go to the championship game, and the score, I, if I remember correctly, the score made it look close, but that was, it felt kind of a one-sided game the whole time. I feel like Louisiana kind of had control yeah. for the entire game. Yeah. So we had great peaks, and the valleyest of the valley that we've had uh, in since 2015, or since we've joined the Sun Belt. I mean, that loss to the Cajuns was... Uh, brutal in every possible way yeah so looking back on it and then we lose our first bowl game right yes which and that was a kind of a fun factor kind of a an achievement of that bowl streak that app fans you know ultimately it doesn't really matter that we've won no we've never lost a bowl game but it's something that we you know it's cool right we we have the best bowl record since being eligible right and then we lose to a dude that has like an all-time season. Like it was, it was just a bad matchup. So now going into this season, technically, uh, a loss against Chapel Hill that would be what a four-game losing streak. Uh, what was the game before the championship game? We had the bowl game. Yeah, championship, championship game. game. What was the game before that? I th- I don't think we lost that game. No, because that would have been Southern. Yeah, we didn't lose that. And then if we lose Texas A&M, then that would be a four-game losing streak. That would streak. be four games if we now, lose. Now, when was the last A&M. time we had a four-game losing streak? Maybe 2014? But I don't... Mm, yeah. I'm not sure. It's been quite some time. It's something that anyone that's enrolled right now has never seen it. Yeah. Um. So this season has a lot riding on it. Not only is it Clark's third season, which is always a... a Really, a, a statement year for any coach because this is this is ideally it's your boys. These are your recruits. Yeah, the past regime. Those players gone. are more more or less phased out. Yeah, it's your staff. You've got your bearings. You know, there's no more. You know, he's the learning curve. Right. Yep. This is it. This is this is supposed to be the year. This is who you're gonna be as a coach. So there's a lot riding on this. And, and Coach Clark talked about it a lot last year. You know, app fans have high expectations. Anything less than a championship is a failed season. Well, do we look at last year as a failed season? I don't know. I don't think so. No, I, you can't. No. Any right. season that you make a bowl game is not a failed season. Right. So do we have that same expectation going into this year? Are we still saying no championship? means failed season is this third season of clark really like if we don't win the sun belt if we don't get back to having that title you know it's hard to like sit we back fell and off. We it's, got it, it's hard to sit back and say that before week one's even happened because like uh, we don't know what the rest of sun belt is really going to look like come week 10 right so i mean based on where we're sitting right now like yeah we have to be in that playoff that that championship conversation like we we need to be in the Sun Belt conversation. Yep. Um, I, whether it's like championship or bust, I don't I don't know if I want to say that. But yeah. It's a very talented roster. Yeah. It's a very good group of players. Now we did lose a lot of excellent talent. 
you got someone like Jalen Virgil, who did incredible in the Broncos' first preseason game. Yeah. He had a lot of uh, highlights that, that made their way to the NFL Twitter account, and, and everyone saw what he can do, right? Yep. Not only that, I think it was like a 40-yard reception. Not only was he fast, but he knew he was about to get laid out, and he caught that ball, and he came down with it. Mm-hmm. So we, when you lose talent like that, four super senior receivers, you lose DeMarco Jackson, you lose, I mean, you lost essential pieces everywhere. You lost Chandler, Meech. Right, Meech, Chandler Staten, right? Yeah. You're restocking a lot. Yes. So that's where it's nice to have an experienced quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, six year, right? Six or seven. I think six year in Chase Bryce. Now, granted, we have another new offensive coordinator, which sucks. Yeah. But that's the name of the game. That's such as the life of a perennial G5 program, right? You're just getting poached every yeah. year. Every year. Yeah. So I'm glad Chase is here to kind of be that that wise old owl to to lead the 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 team especially a lot of these receivers are going to be younger and experienced um we do have christian wells who's he's got some playing time off the top of my head he'd be the most experienced receiver who'll probably play right i would probably agree now there may have been some transfers that came in maybe grad transfers but christian wells is the one that comes to mind as the most experienced so and defense, I'm not worried about. Every no. single year, we have lost essential defensive players, and every single year, we do better, yep. it feels like. We restock defense better than Harris Cedar restocks groceries. Dang, um, that's a quote right there. It's I don't know what we're doing. I don't know where we're finding these guys. I don't yeah. know what formula we have, but our defense never falters. It never takes a step back. Start knocking on wood now. <laughs> if there's any part of our team that I'm the least concerned about with a year where you lose a lot of experienced players is defense, 100%. Okay. Because we still have, just like on, on every group uh, on the roster, you've still got people that are, are reliable, still got returners, still have consistent players. But I don't know what it is. App State defense is App State defense. It's always there. It's consistent. Just like... Uh, mm-hmm. It's always there, just like uh, isn't there like a saying about love or something, or, or death maybe, something, something. Uh, y- yeah, this, it's this, inevitable. Yes, like death. death. Death is inevitable. It's the one constant in life. That's that's right. Wow, is that the full quote? Uh, it's something like that. That was nice. Catch you. That was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> so it's like death. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the other team, it's oh. like death. That's what. Oh, See, okay, now we're back. You gotta circle. think. You gotta full use circle. your full brain. On that one, not just part of it, full brain. Um, so Parker, when you or Conan Forster, when you look at um, the the team that we have coming back and, and the how the the new look Sunbelt looks uh, before we start going game by game here, what's kind of your surface level predictions and, surface and ideas of what's like, going to be just going for down? our team or Sunbelt? Our team, our team. Um, the running backs are going to eat this year, I think, just because the amount of offensive line talent that's coming back. Yeah, you lose Bear Hunter, but everybody else is still staying. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the three backs haven't changed. And you get an offseason to get everybody fully healthy, which, you know, for a lot of instances last year, Daytrick wasn't healthy for a lot of the season. People's, People's had some has had, on and off. Yep, he had injuries for a lot of the season. Um, and Noel's going to do his thing. So yep. 
I'm not worried there. Uh, really offensive. Uh, I'm not worried about the offense. Like, sure, the skill position guys are new, but those guys can step up. Like, Chase is an experienced quarterback. I'm sure that's something that they have focused on a lot early in practice. Yep. So I, I'm not really worried about that. Defense, I'm I'm worried about who's going to step up and be the leader of that group. But I'm I'm just I'm, like you said like that It'll position happen. someone will come out every year I feel guy. like we say the same thing it's like we lose that guy and then we're like oh who's gonna be the next Ronald Blair right and then you know next guy stands up so it's gonna be a weird year you know you've got two heavy hitters right off the top yeah and it's gonna be hard to gauge your season before you play them and even after you play them because I, I don't know like how comparative those schools are to Sunbelt competition like yeah North Carolina should be worse than they were last year after losing Sam Howell but they're better than than the Sunbelt yeah like they're still yeah. like as far as talent on their roster they are recruiting better than the Sunbelt yeah <laughs> I think that's very fair that's fair to say I think like, that's controversial uh, no one should come at me for that one <laughs> but and then you have Texas A&M, who has more money than any other program in the world right now. I believe Nick Saban, the Jimbo down there, giving out checks, bro. They're all giving out checks. If you're in the SEC, everybody's got a goddamn check right now. <laughs> hey, no way you all of a sudden have the number one recruiting class out of nowhere. Well, but that's the thing, though, is like as far as athletic departments go, like Texas A&M, as far as fundraising, averages $115 million in fundraising <laughs> revenue every year. That's private donations. They get $115 million every year. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's a good point. Playing them, you even if we get ran over, just the fact that it's week two against the the billion dollar team. Yeah, it's the it oil tycoon. Yeah, <laughs> the robber barons of yes. college football. It is going to be hard to really gauge how yeah, good our team is. So that's is. where like. It's going to be easy to overreact in the moment. Yes, and but that's we're going like, to have to like consciously take a step back. I think there won't be that many overreactions if we would beat North Carolina and then lose yeah. to Texas A&M. I don't think there's going to be that many overreactions. No. Like no one should expect going to that Texas A&M game to like throttle Texas A&M. It's not no. going to happen. No. If we win, it's going to be a close game. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be very competitive. Now let's uh, you know, on that note, now I I'm going into Chapel Hill. I'm not, we can go ahead and just go game by game here. Yeah. I'm expecting a win against Chapel Hill. Having it at home, I ex- I, yeah, I, ex- I expect to win that too. Yeah. Do you think you know compared to the the nineteen matchup, the app team is different than the app team that beat North Carolina? That's sure. But the the North Carolina team is a lot worse than I think that nineteen right. team was. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, twenty nineteen was arguably the best team app has ever fielded. Um, but that team that Chapel Hill had was also much better than what they have now. Yes. So. And just the environment. I mean, App fans have been Boone, waiting on this. Yes. Having a, an in-state opponent, Power 5 opponent, come up to Boone yep. for uh, decades, probably. I don't know if... I, I assume Wake Forest maybe yeah. played, but at that point, is Power 5 even a thing? Like, I don't know if it was even <laughs> broken down like yeah. that. Yet. Yeah, yeah, um, So I'm expecting a dub. Um, I, I think now, you know, it may be close. I, I don't know, but I, I'm... I don't know, maybe I'm just it's hubris, but I'm feeling confident about that game. I'm feeling good about a dub on that one. Yeah, I feel good about it. I, I'm say, I'm probably at like the 65% range on that one right now. Yeah. I'm probably saying 65% dub right there. Yeah. Um, with it being week one, you just never know. Like you, you always have that like preseason looking in. You know what right. you should expect, and there's always something that 
you don't expect that's there. So I don't want to say like, oh, yeah, I, lock it in, you know, but 65% chance in my mind right now that game turns into a dub. Now, do you want to go ahead and book on record over under uh, bathroom wait time? Uh, for Let's say for men, men to pee. Men Because women will be double. Yeah, yeah, the women will be double, <laughs> if not triple. Men pee about halfway through the second. And let's say halftime. Let's say ha- during oh, okay. halftime. Okay, during halftime. This is the peak of the for pee. For a man to pee 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm saying 15 or 20 at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, Woodstock 2022 going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock going to be Limp Biscuits playing halftime. Corn's no, that, coming out to open. I, like I, I, I've I've said that I understand. Like app, that is the biggest game you've ever hosted. Oh, it's a it's a cash grab. They can make so much money off of this. Do not try to fit forty thousand people in there. Whatever, don't <laughs> do it. Just don't. <laughs> I know the money is tempted. Just don't do it. Yeah. Don't fit. Don't. Yeah, and fit. if you do, I I expect to see porta potties and water stations and eight gorillion security officers. <laughs> yes. Now we did see um. Security guard number two, Debbie, our yeah. sweet, sweet Debbie, she said that there's a new company doing the security, quote unquote, <laughs> security at the gates, uh, and it's not like as experienced. Like it's a brand new company coming in, whereas it was the same company in years past. So they knew the stadium, they knew how it went. They, they knew, knew the to flow. let people walk in with whatever they wanted. <laughs> right, right, with, with the rotisserie chicken under their shirt. Yeah, just walk in with everything. I, I yeah. walked in was in 2019 Sunbelt Championship game. I had like eight Cajun fillet biscuits lining up my jacket. <laughs> they patted you down. You're, you're kind of mushy. What was going on? The girl that walked in with me, she had like four tall boy beers in with her. <laughs> Everybody had mini bottles. Right. Like you, you could walk in with a fire extinguisher <laughs> and no one say anything. So we've got new security working the entrance. We're, we're going to have record attendance by several thousand. It's going to be noon. In September, it's going to be hot as hell. Yeah. Um, so, Godspeed to everyone there. I please, if you're a student, drink water. God, drink water, please. Days yes. before, hydrate. Yes. No, your hydration plan starts on Monday. Honestly, uh, because there will be dumbass students who pass out. pass out in the first quarter. Yep. Because all well, they've had well, is Medical Center is going to be slammed. Oh, it's going to look like a frat house. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure already, like, they get a lot of business, like, the first football game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That first football yeah. game. No, no. You, someone, you'll be laying in, in the, the ER bed, and a bed gets wheeled next to you. It's like, oh, bro, hey, man, what's hey, up, man, bro? How'd you get here? Hey, man, what's the score? <laughs> bro, they gonna pump your stomach, too? Hey, man, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that charcoal stuff hits different, man. You going to ale later? <laughs> We gotta, we gotta recover, bro. Oh, that's a, that's a fun, that's a fun little tidbit. I, I, this you're gonna get a little bonus clip here. Oh, um, this is for our Patreon from uh from from my our Bahamas episode last episode. Um, so we're on Harbor Island, we're taking the taxi back to the ferry, and our driver is telling us about this uh club on the island called Daddy D's. Daddy D's, and we passed Daddy D's. It's like a double decker type deal. Ooh. He said at night, Daddy D's goes crazy because <laughs> we were asking like where's everybody out right now there's nobody out and they're like oh they're all like inside eating dinner getting hydrated getting ready they're, they're going to daddy d's and i was, <laughs> I was sitting in there and there is some coaches in the car like people that that knew boone and i was like that's crazy royal our driver his name was royal i was like that's crazy because in boom we've got something really similar it's called ale house <laughs> 
<laughs> Everybody in the car erupted. <laughs> so drink water. Drink water. Don't end up at Daddy D's. Please. You do not want... If you, uh, if you end up at Daddy end up, D's... If you end up at Daddy D's, be safe. <laughs> Something happened. Tell my guy Royal hello. <laughs> so that's a dub. That's a dub. Yeah. Now, going into Texas A&M. In the preseason poll, I think they're six or seven. Granted, preseason poll is... Yeah, it's going to go terrible. out the window week two. It always is. Um, but Texas A&M, like, it's not like Texas is ranked like in the top 15 right now. Like right. that one's I think they're 26 this year. Texas A&M should be top five. Like that, yeah. they have a top five class. Yeah. Like that's here's how uh, my uh, my fiance Cone Matriarch she asked me how do you like realistically what's your prediction for Texas A&M and it's gonna be the same reaction I had in 2018 before we played Penn State. I was working the desk at the SRC. I was a consul on my on my SRC alumni. You just, you're just a person sitting at the desk. Make sure people don't like use each other's app cards. Someone comes up to check out a basketball, and the game, like mentioning uh, the Penn State games, it comes up somehow. Some dude's like, "Yeah, oh dude, we're gonna get our, we're gonna get ran over, bro." I was like, "Man, like, why are you talking like that? Like, it's not fun to talk about your school losing." Yeah, it's like it's Penn State, bro. Like, we're not gonna win. And I wasn't sitting there going, "It could happen." Like, like the kid in the Angels in the outfield. Yeah, I was just like, I mean. Don't go in like it's not fun to watch a game like that. Like, yeah, you know, pull on pull for your team, and then we did what we did. So, if if I had a hundred dollars, I put it like this: if I had a a thousand dollars, oh, up in the ante, and I had we were playing Alabama, and I had to bet on Alabama or App State, I'm betting the money on App State. I will never ever yeah, bet. you never bet against I'll your team. Never bet against my no, team. I agree with that. Now. Do the chances are, are the chances high? No, no. That not stadium at all. is insane. Uh, Jimbo Fisher's experience. That team, the Robber Barons, are, are they beat talented. Alabama last year? Right. They are an exceptional team. This is not a they're overrated. No, they're no. They're exceptionally good. No. The chances of us winning are low, but I will never bet against App State. No. I will never. You're never going to shut never, somebody down for believing right. there's a chance. I'll never tell someone, oh, we're probably going to lose this game. Yeah, I'll no. never say, oh, I'm just I'm just watching the first half. I'm watching that whole damn game. And no matter what the score is, it's what the score is. Like we said earlier, you can't really gauge your team playing against one of the top programs in the country. Yeah. Right? So, you know, it'd be great to win, but if we're down three four scores at halftime it is what it is you know and that's kind of one of those like you should never go into like uh you should never go into any game expecting to win like your team but it's kind of one of those like except for chapel i expect yeah but at fans on twitter don't get mad when it opens up and texas a&m's a 30 point favorite yeah don't don't, get mad yeah don't be like uh, it's not like they're hosing us they're underrating you whatever like no texas a&m's that good when that betting line comes out i don't want to see any tweets of you know uh, locker room material, whiteboard material no. of the the uh, the little clip of the dude from the office writing in his little notepad. If I don't want to see it, bro. If you expect to be like a, a three and a half point underdog against Texas A and M, no. you're on crack cocaine. No, it, it, I mean it's I'm, gonna be thirty points. Yeah, straight up. If we beat Chapel Hill, <laughs> it'll maybe creep into like that twenty eight to twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> like we're still gonna get like picked to lose by three touchdowns. Yeah. So don't don't get mad at that now. Right. Like that is very that is very reasonable. 
Right. Play, and it, like any game Texas A&M plays this year, like that that's going to be the line. Yeah. When they play Vanderbilt, they might as well put it. They <laughs> might as well make it forty. Vanderbilt will have a worse line than we will. Yes. <laughs> if they play Vanderbilt, I don't know if they do. Who knows? It doesn't matter. So that that's my only thing. It's like don't don't tell people they're they're delusional for rooting for App in this game. We're like right. saying App's got a shot. And don't think that we're getting hosed when people say we don't have a shot. Yeah. Like, don't. Like, we're, we're being it goes underrated. Like, exists somewhere in the middle. Right. It's not that we're being underrated. It's just that Texas A&M is Texas A&M. They're, they're that good. They're Texas They're not A&M. saying we're like, bad. They're saying Texas A&M is They literally, that good. two years in a row, have had the number one recruiting class in the country. Yeah. Like, yeah. that, they're a good team. Um, And if things go bad at the... Those are cicadas outside. Oh God! There's some buzzing. That's crazy. Uh, or some some bug. I don't know. If things go bad, the score gets bad. Switch your perspective on the game and just start thinking about the individual opportunity for these players. Yeah, they get- play in the SEC on on national television. Yep. Start looking at every single play. If a a, a DB pa- breaks up a pass, that's something to be excited yeah, about. Yeah, they that's did that. For the, they can put on their tape. Yep. I did this against the top program. This is a step in, in, in front of in front of the Texas A&M twelfth right. man. Like that, right. that place is legit. Yeah, so, that is a very scary place to play a football yeah. game. Like Lots of ROTC kids. Lots of them. The, Terrifying. The millions. <laughs> so if things go sideways, don't get down. Be happy that these players, because obviously our boys want to win. But if it gets to the point where they know they're not going to win, they're still going to be excited to be there. They're grateful for the opportunity. They enjoy playing. They enjoy the challenge of yep. playing AM and they enjoy playing on that stage. So just look at it from that lens and and you'll be good, right? And since we spent so much time talking about those first two games, which are arguably the most fun games to talk about. Yeah. Let's go a little lighting round here. We'll breeze through the Sun Belt because as we go in the season, we'll spend more time on each game. So let's just breeze through this. Uh, after an AM week three, we got a home game against Troy. That's a dub. Yeah, I'd say he's now in the West. Yeah. Troy's now in the West. Troy's now in the West, and football's never had the problems that basketball does with Troy. Oh man, yikes! Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's a yep. dub. Uh, following week, another home game, two back to back. Fun. JMU, uh, right. brand new to the the FBS, just moved up. We'll, we'll hot take this. I'll hot take this one right now. We're beating JMU by thirty. Yes, I know people. People are like they have history and tradition, are, right? People are nostalgic. I for don't care. The That's FCS an, days. That was an FCS team last yeah. year. They had no transition period. They are playing with less scholarship players than everybody else in the FBS right, right. now. So no, we are going to beat them by thirty. But that's going to be a sold out crowd. And oh, it's gonna be beautiful. I want to be at that game, yes. Black Saturday. That's gonna be That's super gonna, fun. No, that is a game. Like if you're penciling one in, circle right now. UNC UNC games out of your price range. Yeah, the game to be at is JMU. Yeah, for just the vibes. Physically, you may not be able to. And hang we will win UNC by game. thirty. Yeah, that that's gonna be a big dub. Um. Oh, we got three back to back home games. How about yeah. that? Okay, we got the Citadel family weekend. Citadel will be closer than JMU. <laughs> me, 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 me. That that actually that's my hot take right there. Wait, you think Citadel's gonna be closer to J? Uh, no, it's a hot take. It's a hot take. I mean, you take it wherever you want. Big a, Citadel JMU final scores will be within five points of each other. It'll be close. Me, 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 me. They'll okay. have similar performances. Next, we have uh, our backup quarterback, sold stomping grounds, Texas State. Can we stop playing games in San Marcos? I feel like every <laughs> year we fucking play in San Marcos. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we play in Texas State every goddamn year. And I know we don't, but it feels like it. It feels like every year they're in that little bowl <laughs> that you know feels like 180 degrees. That's right. Brady McBride's going to go out there and... that. 
Ching, ching, pow, 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 pow. That's another W. Citadel and JMU will do better than Texas State does. I okay, I, I I believe that. Yeah, that's a dub. Now Georgia State. Here's my hot take. Yeah, and I tweeted this. Georgia State is going to finish second in the East. Uh, I have always, I think year over year, you have seen quantifiable improvement from Georgia State. But there's always been that hump. There's yeah. always been a game where they've got steam, they've got a couple wins, and they just Something hit a happens. wall, and that's it. Yeah. There's been a hump that they haven't been able to get over. Sean Elliott, pro ACL tears. He is in his, what, 30th season with Georgia State? Program's been around for eight. They need to do something with with their their potential at this point. You yeah, know, you gotta imagine that ACL man is on his last so ACL. <laughs> so I instead of last leg, I'll, I'll agree <laughs> with you to an extent. So I think <laughs> from where I'm sitting right now, I think App's in the driver's seat for number one in the Sun Belt East right now. Yeah, from there, that group for number two is is Marshall, Coastal, and Georgia State, and right now is very unclear. Who's going to become... Someone's going to have to step up in the first couple of weeks to be the kind of front runner for that spot. And, and the front runner for so second different. runner. So, like, Georgia State is returning a lot, but they were kind of an eight-win team last year that we played a lot of close games. Like, they're either going to step up or step down. Yeah. Coastal, we don't know where we're getting because, yeah, they've got some flashy pieces like Grayson McCall still, but they lost a lot to mm-hmm. the NFL. Yeah. yeah, to the NFL. They were... You guys keep saying Coastal's overrated, bro. They put they're good. dudes in the NFL that are like preseason football's going on right now. Those dudes are showing out, they're popping right now. off. They were good. They were not overrated ever. No. Um, and then you've got Marshall, who's transitioning into the conference, so it, it's just kind of hard to expect what to get from them from last year. What they would probably consider an underachieving year. Yeah. So, and with Marshall too, they lost their quarterback to WVU. Right. Or v- VT? He went to VT. Yes. Correct. So. My gut right now is that Marshall's going to drop down and that it's going to be whoever kind of steps up and establishes that between Georgia State and Coastal. So that I, that could be a sneaky great pick. I mean, Georgia State could sneak into that 9-win, 10-win area. I think that's an interesting comment. Coastal and Marshall, they could take that step up, step down. Uh, Georgia State, on the other hand, they won't take any steps because their ACLs are blown out and Coach Ellie's making them play football. Quad Brown. Uh, Robert Morris. <sighs> That's going to be a two-point game. A reminder for everyone, we had – that game was scheduled for something else. Because it's of realignment, because, something like that. Uh, because Marshall became a conference game. Right, right. So it's whack that we have two FCS opponents, but we have two Power 5 opponents, so yeah, it, it offsets. Why we couldn't Whatever. go grab one of the QSA school? I don't know. Hey, don't worry about it. Uh, then we got Coastal. Going to be a great game. Uh, that's on ESPN Thursday, on Thursday night yeah. in Conway. Um, that'll be a great atmosphere. I think we'll be charged up for that one. Um, losing at Coastal in 2020 was, I, I feel like that was a, a a statement game for Coastal. Yeah. I feel like that's when people are like, it's legit. Yep. Coastal is that here. team this year. Um, and we had those sick ass uh, American flag Yosa, yep. and we we lost. Yes. We lost. No, they need to wear a the normal hair helmet. It's nice that they kind of have a little bit of a ramp up with Robert Morris the week before. <laughs> right. Kind of going into coastal, so hopefully, yeah. like they can come out and punch those dudes in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Like I know that they want, they're gonna want, and on that. the football field. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, Marshall, we were just talking about them. I think that's gonna be a great game. Last year's matchup was awesome, super fun. 
I'm assuming a lot of app fans are going to travel to that. I'm thinking about traveling to that. Yeah, I, super I, fun. If you've never um, been to Huntington before, that's a that's a fun town. Yeah, that, West Virginia be... as a whole is like it, it is a very beautiful state that I would never live in. No, absolutely. Driving through there, like that is it's a very different place from anywhere else in the U.S. Yeah. yeah so Mansion University, uh, that's going to be a dub. Shout out Joe Mansion. Uh, Old Dominion. <laughs> Uh, dub uh, I'm going to talk yeah, about that one. no ODU is going to be bad this and then year. we wrap it up I love that it's at the end of the season again that the Sun Belt it, they put it on rivalry weekend yes. where it belongs deeper than hate Georgia Southern in stinky ass stinks stinksville so women in the Greek um that's a dub so what yeah. I'm predict what I'm predicting well, that's what, right like, now so, well hold on hold on like Southern though like I don't think Southern, obviously, the Southern game this year will be a easy dub. Yeah. Southern, I think, will end up being better than we think they're going to be right now. I think that's fair. I think with... with now, the bar is pretty low. No, the bar is low, <laughs> but they will not be last in the East. Yeah. I would, yeah. James Madison will, will be last uh, in the East. Yes, 100%. Followed closely by Old Dominion. <laughs> If Southern can be kind of like that third to last range, that's a dub for them. Yeah. That's a dub for them. And like, honestly, like as far as the G5 goes, like divisionally, the Sun Belt East is the most brutal G5 division. Yeah. And it's not very close. 100%. Like that is a gauntlet trying to play App and Coastal and Marshall and Georgia State. Like there's some tough teams like... Georgia State, if you wouldn't put them in Conference USA right now, be fantastic. Uh, also, random Georgia State, I guess, fun fact, they host UNC the next week. Yeah. And their state, you can buy a ticket today for 20, 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in Atlanta. Well, they just uh, do and, not like but, but, <laughs> Georgia State. Well, no, no, but like, think about that, though. Like, that's kind of like if we played, like, it's kind of an average. It's like if we played Vanderbilt. Yeah. Like, like an average P5 team from a state that you have no, like there's no connection there. Like obviously like we're hyped for North Carolina because right. it's an in-state deal. It's like if we played like, I don't know. Like, no, I think you're thinking of it wrong. It's App State. I- I'm saying Georgia State has no culture. The city of Atlanta has no, not bought into No, they have no culture, but UNC also has no football culture for people to feel like that's a hype matchup. Sure, but you bring Kansas to App State and we're going to sell yeah. that thing out. I, yeah, but that's App State's football culture. Like Georgia State, normally any game you can buy a ticket for twenty, thirty dollars. Like that's right. their usual. I think North Carolina's not pushing pushing them over the edge. Right. Kansas is gonna is a just another day in Boone. Yeah. Kansas is just any that we might as well be playing a conference game that day. Yeah. That is not getting any special attention like we're giving North Carolina. Now let's uh let's end on this because I've seen a lot of people when it comes to predictions for our record, the most popular result I've seen is ten and two. And I'm assuming Texas A&M is at first, and second's got to come from somewhere. So, yes. should we finish ten and two? What the are the two to? losses that we take? What are, um, what what do you think? Would Texas be the A&M is the one that's like like if you're saying we're gonna have two losses, like you can go ahead and assume one of them's probably gonna be Texas A&M. I'd say the other ones, I could see them sleeping on Georgia State. They, they, Georgia State. A couple times have gotten close. That game last year, until the last quarter of it, was within reach. Right. That's when uh, who was it? Who left uh, Chase Bryce out to to be murdered? Was that Malik? 
who threw that ball to him? Well, it's just that they called a Philly special at midfield right, for right, right, no right, right. reason. But the yeah, the throw it was like Chase was just basically just like, uh, but it was just <laughs> like, bulldozed. Not even like the throw, the timing, the it was play a dumb call. play call. We should have never played. You it. call that play in the end it. zone. Yeah, you don't call it at midfield where like there's there's two safeties. Also, and, didn't we have a lead? Yes, we were up. <laughs> like, we, it wasn't like we needed momentum all of a sudden, so you run a trick yeah. play. Like yeah, we were fine. That was dumb. It was a risk we shouldn't have taken. Um, so, I think uh, if we take a loss, I think it's going to be Marshall. I think uh, really because of Marshall's winning tradition at home. Yeah, they have a winning tradition at home. I just think right now, looking at like their roster and looking at the season, I think a lot of people are overrating Marshall. Sure, that they're telling me like I, me looking at Marshall, that's a six-seven win team. Yeah, they're going to be good. But there's going to be some. There's going to be a storyline there with us. You know, reigniting the conference rivalry. Yeah, but and them getting that first. But one. think think back to it again. Twenty twenty, we played Marshall there. Right on CBS, and we lost. On, yeah, and we lost. <laughs> think back at that Marshall team then, which was better than the Marshall team now, and that App team then compared to this App team now. I would say App is at the same level or Ooh. a little bit better, and Marshall is much worse. But I I almost feel like it's the same thing with any rivalry game. Yeah, yeah, the so, team doesn't always yeah, matter. Uh, yeah, records don't always matter. Yeah, throw a record out the window for a rivalry game. I agree. I, I would say, but like Coastal would be more likely to lose to than Marshall. Going back to Myrtle Beach, depending on like yeah. again, Coastal. If Coastal answers the bell and they end up starting the season really well, they're conf. They're like their uh, their oh, schedule yeah. leading into the season. Their out of conference schedule is cupcakes. Yeah. They play. It was last year too. They play Buffalo again. They've got an FCS school. Their big out of conference matchup late in the season. They play UVA. They could. Oh, they they should win that. They should win. It's the same thing about playing Kansas. Yeah. Like what? Are they, are they gonna scan? They're gonna schedule Vandy next. <laughs> Does Washington State want to play? That'd be fun. That would be fun. It'd be a <laughs> terrible game, but. So I think. Uh, my final prediction is eleven and one. That's I'd say eleven and one. I feel pretty good about sitting that. Sitting right now, admitting that I am a homer. I'm not. Oh. I don't like the Simpsons. Oh, okay. Um eleven and one right now is like what I think this team is capable of. Yeah. It's what I, they should uh, obtain. I don't want to use the word should, but I, I I like to use the word that like that's where their their potential could take them. Yeah. Is is eleven and one would be a really good year. Yeah, that'd be a fantastic season. It would be people would be able to kind of compare. We'd we'd have the debate if, the, if this team goes eleven and one, we'd be able to compare that to the twenty nineteen team and debate whether or not oh, it was yeah. a better team. Yeah, the so, answer's twenty nineteen, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, we'll find out when we make our episode. You know, December twenty eighth. Right. We'll we'll figure out. And we'll, we'll book a, a venue. We'll have an audience you guys can come to the mic and stay your we'll peace. be we'll we'll do a live if we go 11 and 1 right, listen here folks listen here we'll if we go 11 and 1 we'll do a live recording at the closest place boone north carolina has to daddy d's we'll go to alehouse mm. and we'll do a live episode at alehouse if we go 11 and 1 and we'll buy a round of shots for everybody in the bar so that's it for our football preview episode 
Um, we kind of went through game by game, but obviously as kind of the weeks go on, we'll have a more in-depth based yeah. on what has happened with our team, what's happened with everybody yeah, once else. Once we start 0-4, I mean, we'll be you know singing a different tune. See, and that's the nightmare I have. <laughs> that's the nightmare I have is like, what if we lose to UNC and, and Texas A&M? There will be so People many will be overreaction. Yeah. Yes. Don't overreact if that happens. Like that, that is a possibility that yeah. we, we have to accept. Right. Always to, remember, as fun as it is to beat Power Five teams, we don't win rings by beating Chapel Hill. We win rings no. by beating our conference. Yes. And that's what we care about. Yep. So you know, and, and that's right. Like zero and two is just as likely as two and zero. Is that true? In my brain, it is like losing to North Carolina and losing to Texas A&M is just as likely in my head oh, as losing as beating, as beating North Carolina and Texas A&M. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm like, with that. Like one and one is obviously like the most right, but you have to look at the same way. Like we are, I co-sign that retweet. Appreciate you, brother. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got. I support you. So you know, support your team, follow your team, love your team, temper your expectations, but still have expectations. Right. And if you're going to UNC. For God's sake, start hydrating today. Yes. Stop drinking alcohol today. Go on a sober <laughs> cleanse. Yes. I and want you to have a gallon of water that morning. After the game, you can you can pick up and lost time. You can go stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But not in the sun. Safely. Of course. So, 11-1 App State football season coming your way in just a few weeks. And then you'll see us at... Ale House, the closest place to Daddy D's, where Will will buy us all shots. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.